Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's launch is right around the corner, but not everyone's excited about what we're seeing so far. We'll jump into the controversy. And Destiny developer Bungie is the next studio to be hit by layoffs. What does this mean for the future of Destiny and the studio's next projects? We're gonna talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can find us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services, everywhere. My name is Erock the Red, joined every week by Full Clip. What is up? What's going on? Doing all right, you know, survival time. It's a, it's a busy season. Yeah, yeah. It's... um. It's nice. We're, we we talked about it before. You know, it's the 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 leaves are changing, the temps are falling, and I feel I'm feeling good about just sitting in my house all day playing video games. So it's nice because there's a lot of video games yeah. that have been uh, coming out. So I've been really, uh, you know, take advantage of that. I still have a ton of like yard work and shit to do that mm-hmm. I've been just really pushing to the side in order for me to play more games. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, this past week, this is a first, I think, on the show, but I didn't play anything. I didn't... Wow. Nothing. I, I really don't know why. I just, I've been keeping busy doing other stuff. Yeah, like I said, I, I that's what I should be doing. But instead, I'm uh, playing a lot of video games. So um, I could, I could you know, take over for where you <laughs> yeah, left. Please compensate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll tell you one thing that I'm not proud of. Now I, okay, I have been playing a little bit, but this is all my son's fault, and I just wanted to mention it because it's the most thing, the the thing that's been most played this week, Roblox, dude. Mm, it's happening in this house on the PlayStation. Nice. Yes. Um, and I have never, I was not familiar with it prior to this, and it is like, it's such a weird thing. It's just people creating things to try to like make money and right. like addict kids, it's so strange. Like the games are so shallow. It's like a lot of like clickers and stuff like that, yeah. and tycoons. Where it's just like, it's just okay. Spend more money to get more of these weird little things that mean nothing. It's such a strange world, strange community, and yeah. everything in it costs robux. Like and I told my are, son, some are like, really shallow like that. Yeah, I know what you mean, and, and you, they're clearly like just to get some Robux out of it. But there right. are some that are fleshed out and nice. Like there's a a Wild West one. I think it might just be called mm. Wild West. But I mean, you're playing sort of like Red Dead Redemption, a, a very simplistic version of it. But nice. it's pretty cool. Other stuff yeah, like he, that. He plays the the most garbage games. Like he just oh. wants to play like the trash, like where you have to like go up up upstairs and like yeah, an you, obvious- you have to. Yes, you have to like pay to unlock more stairs. I'm like, dude, how is this fun? Like, there's one that he actually likes. It's kind of like a battle royale where it's like a natural disaster where you go in this building and then you don't know it's going to either be a tornado or a tsunami or something like yeah. that. And you got to like survive. I like watching him play that. But uh, yeah, man, it's weird. Um, I've been playing um, a couple. I got a couple of review copies for some games that we're going to talk about in our new releases. So I've been playing uh, some of those Achilles Legends Untold. And uh, the Invincible, 
Um, but we'll talk about those more uh, when we talk about our new releases. And then, of course, Spider-Man 2. A lot of Spider-Man 2. So um, I've been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot. So um, should we get into our new releases? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this has been another big week of new releases. Nothing like huge, no like major AAA titles, but a lot of games that have been on my radar for quite some time. So we're just going to do one of those quick lightning rounds that we did a couple weeks ago where we just kind of run through all the, the notable ones. And one of, the, one of the games that I played a little bit this week, uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale, um, came out on October 31st on PC, PS5, Xbox, SX, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. It's everywhere. It's a Battle Royale rhythm game. Uh, it's on Game Pass right now. Um, that's where I played it. I wouldn't have probably played it had it not been on Game Pass. But it's fun, man. Do you like rhythm games? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. So this is just like, you know, you just score the highest in the rhythm-based games, and then you move on to the next thing. So um, I'm really good at rhythm games. So, like, dude, like I'm, I'm crushing these kids. Yeah, Crush plus them. with, like, pigeons and stuff. Kind of looks like yeah. Fall Guys. Pigeons, yeah. And there's, like, uh, you know, a bunch of, like, things you can unlock there's a battle pass and that sort of thing um it's got all that stuff uh and then uh Jusant, uh came out october 31st from pc ps5 and xbox s and x uh this one is there's an it's on game pass another one um that i looked to play i downloaded it i haven't tried it yet but it looks awesome this one it's that climbing game where um you know it's just i don't know it's not really even like a platformer it's more like just um I don't know, a climbing simulator. It's kind of like a walking simulator, but except you're, you're climbing. Um, and it looks great. I'm, I'm hearing that um, it's just a really fun, chill game, but it's not very ambitious. It doesn't, you know, it's not out to change the world. It's just, you know, you climb. And it's got a surprisingly good and emotional story. And the, the mountain is supposed to be ever-changing. I think you're collecting some tools to make it easier along the way. Right. It's a metaphor for life. Yes, you got it. You got it. Uh, this one's at an 82 on Metacritic, so um, surprisingly well for that uh, little um, climbing sim. Um, Achilles Legends Untold. This is one of the ones I got review copy for, so hopefully I'll have a full review coming out soon. This one, uh, it's been out in like early access, and now it's out on PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. Um, I was excited for this, just the way it looked. It's like, um, it plays like a Souls-like, but it looks like a Diablo. It's got that like top-down style um and um i don't know it's really mm, mediocre you know it doesn't set out to do anything great um it just kind of does everything well you know it's uh the the gameplay when it started the first now i'm only like three hours in so um you know i got a ways to go yet but the first like couple hours was more it was very it was a slog, dude. It was just, you're hitting two buttons, really, for your uh, thing, and then you're dodging and you're rolling, and you're trying to get more skills to, like, upgrade your skill tree, which the skill tree is a mess, by the way. Um, but, like, I was, ex I thought it would be more exciting. You know, you got the story of Achilles, and, like, it's a, he dies and, like, comes back. That's what the story is. So he's, get, he's getting powers and stuff like that, and you're fighting all these, you know, uh, mythical, larger-than-life things. And it's only, it's only meh. I got to play more. 
I have read some reviews that said, like, because I actually looked, I'm like, do I want to keep playing this? There's a lot of games out there. And a lot of them say that it does get better. You'll open up more um, skills, and it kind of fleshes out the gameplay. So, so we'll as see. Zombie Achilles, do you, like, walk around dragging your leg behind you or something? Exactly, yeah. And you're just like, oh, I want more <laughs> brains. Um, next up, RoboCop Rogue City came out November 2nd on PC, PS5, and Xbox S and X. This is one I was looking forward to. I love RoboCop. I mean, who doesn't? What, what, right. I mean, what person, you know, g- growing up in the 80s, like myself, my old, my old ass self, doesn't like RoboCop. And, um, this one, it's a first person shooter. You play as RoboCop and you just shoot the shit out of everybody. Um, yeah. everything I've read about this, it's a, it's a well-made first person shooter, um, unfortunately, it's pretty shallow and repetitive in the mechanics of the game. So, yeah, I'd like I'd like to play this one from the trailer. It looks really cool. RoboCop is a little bit before my time as more of a '90s yeah. kid than '80s kid, right? But um, but it looks really good. Like it it does appear on the surface like it's got close to AAA graphics, but maybe not quite there. And I could see yeah. it being kind of repetitive and shallow. But um, as you know, maybe like. I can enjoy 10 hours of that, 15 hours of that. That's exactly it, especially because they say that as, you know, it's shallow and repetitive, but the the mechanics of the game are very well done and the fundamentals are, are there. So if the gameplay is good, like, yeah, I mean, there's games where I'll play 15 hours doing the exact same thing, but I'm having fun, you know? So yeah. hopefully this will be one of those. And uh, I took a little peek earlier and it was a nine out of 10 on Steam, I'm pretty sure, but that could be like, you know, based on three reviews or something. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's 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 across the board the way I've I was so it's seventy one on Metacritic, but I've seen some very high reviews saying like this is the RoboCop movie that we've been wanting to play and it's like fun and exciting, and then the other ones that go the other way and say like it's just you know so I guess it's it's very much a matter of opinion on this one. It's not, which is good, you know. I'll I'll go in there. I'll make my own opinion as long as it's not broken which is a lot of the games, you know, you get a lot of negative scores when the games are buggy or broken. So Um, another game I was excited to see on um, Game Pass, Thirsty Suitors came out November 2nd for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and the Nintendo Switch. I had no idea what this game was until um, I saw it on the new releases list. And it's basically like this super stylish like South Asian Scott Pilgrim story with skateboarding and cooking. Yeah. I think that sums it all up. Um, but yeah, you play as this, this girl who's like, gotta like you battle your exes in this weird, like turn-based um, fighting type thing where you have to taunt them and, and stuff. And then on top of that, there's like these skateboarding scenes and then there's baking scenes where you have to like impress your parents or something. I have no idea. But it looks super fun. And it's on Game Pass. So I'm going to try it. And that's at 81. It's 81 on Metacritic. So it's reviewing well. Very nice. Uh, DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. Not going to get into this too much. Oh, this this is the one I was waiting for. Shrek. You can race race around Shrek's Shrek's booger and shit car. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, this came out November 3rd. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and Nintendo Switch. I... I like scoured the internet to find any reviews of this game. And um, the three I found from like um, John Smith at, uh, you know, his mom's basement um, says like, 
it sucks. <laughs> and then I found one that was like, this is the kart racing game we've all been waiting for. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a kart racer with all your favorites in there. Shrek. WarioWare Move It came out November 3rd on Nintendo Switch. Uh, you ever play any of the WarioWare games? No. Oh, man, they're fun. So they're like micro games. They're not mini games. They're like, they take like five seconds. And um, it's just like, and, and all these are like motion controlled. Um, and there's over like 200 micro games and you play with friends. And it's supposed to just be like a crazy uh, fun time uh, when you're playing with other people. Uh, when you're playing the story, I guess it could be done in like two hours and it's just kind of, it's not as fun and exciting, but you know, um, you know, you get three other friends. If you've got four of those joy cons or whatever, I've heard this is a blast. And then the other game and the last game on our new releases list, this is the other one I was, I uh, got a review copy of the invincible. Came out November 6th on PC, PS5, and Xbox S and X. This is based on a book uh, from the 60s by Stanislaw Lem. Uh, like a sci-fi... Um, I don't know. It's just like a, a sci-fi story. And this game is the the representation of that book. And it's like a 60s, uh, like futuristic sci-fi world where like, you know, your robots look like robots and all your gadgets have lights that are like sticking out of them and stuff like that. Yeah. But you, you, you're you trapped on this uh, planet, Regis 3. And basically, um, I didn't know what it was going into this. I found out that it's more of, it's a it's a basically like a walking simulator. You know, you're walking from one place to the next to find out, you know, where your, your friends are. You got to find this thing to get off the planet. And, and it's a lot of walking, no gameplay. And it's very boring. So this one, I don't really recommend it. Unless you're huge into this. Like, if you've read this book and are like, man, I wonder what a representation of this would be either in movies or games. Go for it. It seems very well in line with the story. Unfortunately, as a game, like, it's there, there's very little gameplay there on a lot of walking. Yeah, I really expected more, like, dialogue uh, I figured you'd be into this one if it did have more dialogue to it. But, yeah, uh, that that style is it, it's pretty cool to see like the retro futurism. Dude, it's a beautiful looking game, and I was really hyped right from the start when I started looking at like the all the aesthetics of it, and I was like, this is gonna be great. But the first time when I got to walk from like point A to point B, and there's no there's no action. There's really the the planet that you're on is very barren. It looks great for what it is, but it's not much to look at. Um, and then you know you get there, and then you're like, okay, now walk to point C, and it's just okay. I just gotta walk more to get those little bits of dialogue or to progress the story a little bit further. And there's like, once you get to point C, you're like, okay, well now maybe I'll do something. But you know, you don't do anything. You get a little bit more story, and then you go to point D. You know, and then it's just like you get there and it's a little bit more story and it's like it's too much, man. It's too much work yeah. for, for what little you do in the game. So it was yeah, unfortunate. Need some puzzles or something thrown in there. At the yes. Or between the points. It would have been so simple. Now there's like simple, very simple puzzles. In fact, like and not like, you know, things you have to solve. But you're like, OK, I got to pull out, you know, some piece of equipment to look at this and check this out. So it's like, you know, there's that's the gameplay, but it's very, very shallow. And that is it 
for our giant week of strange new releases. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff. Puzzles, Talos Principle 2 came out. One of the, uh, here, one of the best puzzle games to come out in recent memory. We're getting, it's a good year for puzzle games between that and Cocoon. Um, and then uh, Star Ocean, a good JRPG uh, that came out. So yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, but we've got to move this show along. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, our top story this week, the next developer to be hit by layoffs uh, came as a surprise to me. Uh, Bungie um, had to lay off about 100 employees, and it was a surprise to me because, they, you know, they were just purchased by, by Sony. And, you know, um, and not just. It's been a while. Like, so it wasn't, like, yeah. redundancies from, like, being purchased or taken over or whatever. This was, like... Well, we found out what the reason was, and it was due to um, Destiny 2's uh, most recent uh, DLCs or add-ons or whatever they call them not performing as well as they had hoped, um, which we keep hearing about. We keep hearing about like these studios having to lay people off because they're incredibly high expectations for games, and I, I don't get it. You know, like, and Destiny 2, like, I don't believe these the new DLCs have been like a flop. I just, I don't know how many people are still playing destiny two and what their, you know, what their, their, their line is for their success rate. You know, like, are they expecting to get a ton of new players? Because to me, it's daunting, like going into destiny two, because there's so much backstory and so much history and so much, so many people that have played it from day one. Yeah. You, you know, you know, that's the same with, with a lot of games like World of Warcraft. It's just when a game like that expands and expands and expands upon itself, you go in and you look and you've got like 16 different microcurrencies. You have no idea which of this armor is obsolete or which ones you should be working toward. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what their expectations are going to be, but maybe it's time to be working on the next iteration of Destiny and scrap, like scrap the board, start over. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a quote from um, Bungie. Uh, it says, today is a sad day at Bungie as we say goodbye to colleagues who have all made a significant impact on our studio. What these exceptional individuals have contributed to our games and Bungie culture has been enormous. It will continue to be a part of Bungie long into the future. These are truly talented people. If you have openings, I would highly recommend each and every one of them. Um, and then in a blog post, they said, this has been one of the most difficult weeks in our studio's history as we've parted ways with people we respect and admire. Um, we've spent this week supporting one another, including those who are at the studio, as well as friends and colleagues who no longer are. Um, the team acknowledged that it has lost a lot of its fans' trust and noting that it recognizes the concerns and feedback players have shared regarding Destiny 2 and the mixed reception to the Lightfall expansion. Uh, they said, Destiny needs to surprise and delight. We haven't done this enough, and that's going to change. Um, they also did say that they have to um, delay their upcoming game. So Marathon um, is now coming out in 2025, and the next DLC, the final shape, um, the new DLC for, for Destiny 2 has been delayed um, to June of 2024. So, um, yeah, like like you said, maybe they need to move on to a new a new IP or, uh, yeah, Destiny 3. But, like, they're putting all their eggs, it seems, on this Final Shape DLC. They're pretty much, it's like a make 
or break moment for for the company, which is pretty crazy. Um, but they're just saying that um, that they need to make an unforgettable experience. Is the quote it says we are intensely focused on exceeding your expectations for the final shape. Destiny Two has more than 650 dedicated teammates pouring all their energy and expertise in delivering this epic moment and its subsequent episodes. So, um, yeah, they're like really like. Dude, we gotta crush this last DLC. And again, if that bar is up here for like, you know, sales, the same as it was for the Lightfall expansion, dude, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they need to reevaluate what's going on. And then I, um, I read an article about Marathon that it, if if they released it like it is today, it would not, people would not be playing it. They said it was that bad. It didn't, you know, it wasn't good. So, Do we have a lot of details on what that game is supposed to be? Because the name sounds familiar, but it is hard to keep track with stuff that's out already. Yeah, no, I don't really know. I know it's like a, a remake of an older title that they had. I don't really know much about it. I didn't really look into it too much. But, um, yeah. Bungie's kind of a legendary studio, but it's getting to the point where, what have you done for me lately? That's exactly it. And, like, Sony bought them to be their... Games as a service, um, like leaders to like kind of shape what the company is going to do around these these you know games as a service titles going forward, and I don't know what this means for that. I know like people are getting really burnt out on these, you know, these live service games as a service type games, and what well, I don't know does are, are we going to see a shift in from you know from that to something else or just you know full speed ahead the way it was planned but i remember when um what was it the suicide squad game came out they had that like screenshot of like the the thing and it was like a uh games as a service style game and people were like you know losing their mind about it no one wants that anymore um so just one more game to try to take up all of your time that's what they typically do but i mean games that rely on battle passes do the same thing and it's not just that type of game that does it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, we're seeing the story games are really like shining lately. You know, it seems like that's yeah. what people uh, want more of. So we'll see. All right. Let's talk about our subscription services. PlayStation Plus announced their free games for November. Mafia 2 Definitive Edition. Dragon Ball The Breakers. Um, and then Aliens Fire Team Elite. So now, Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, um, that's from 2020. It's at a 72 on Metacritic. Dragon Ball The Breakers, that's a asymmetrical uh, action game. There's like seven survivors trying to survive against one raider. It's got a 53 on Metacritic. And then Aliens Fire Team Elite, it's like a three-player survival shooter that has a 69 on Metacritic. Not the best month over here at PlayStation Plus. Nah. And, like, let's compare and contrast, shall we? <laughs> yes. um, so we got the announcement for the first wave of November for Game Pass. We've talked about a few of these games already. Headbangers Rhythm Royale came out. Um, Jassant came out. Uh, War Tales uh, is an open-world role-playing game. Um, this huge medieval universe. I've heard amazing things about people that are, like, really invested in this game. Um, so it's just like such a fun game that you could pour like hundreds of hours into. Um, 
And then Thirsty Suitors, we talked about that came out on November 2nd. That's a day one Game Pass game. Uh, Football Manager 2024, not our cup of tea. But again, day one Game Pass, uh, November 6th. Uh, Dungeons 4. This is a, looks really cool. I can see you getting into this one. It's like a, um, a designing building game, but you're the bad guy and you have to build a dungeon to stop like these like good guys from coming in. And like, it's about building and creating these traps and stuff like that. That's, it comes out November 9th. That's a day one game pass game. Yeah. I'll have to look more into that one. Yeah. Um, like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Another day one game comes out November 9th. Uh, everybody, these are, you know, the Like a Dragon series, previously the Yakuza series. Uh, tons of fun, great RPGs with like just this one, the fighting system in it looks awesome. There's like this whole new like fighting agent style where you could just do these like crazy things. And then, you know, the fun mini games that they always have in these. Um, Wild Hearts comes uh, November 9th. That's like a. Um, like a drag, uh, what are you, monster, monster hunter? hunter. Yeah. yeah. Or dauntless. looks like the one addition that they do to this is like, they've added some sort of contraptions to it to help you mm. fight the monster. So it looks kind of cool. Nice. Uh, spirity, uh, day one game comes out November 13th. This is kind of like, um, it looks like a stardew Valley kind of game, but like it has these ghosts in it that you have to like either help or, or, you know, they're like your customers. Um, and then Coral Island comes out November 14th. Uh, this is your basic, um, farming simulator, animal crossing style, uh, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, dude. Now let's compare that to what we just talked about. PlayStation plus three yeah, broke games <laughs> and then game pass. It's just like how many, how many day one games? It's like one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, seven games, brand new day one releases on Game Pass. Yeah. It's insane, man. Um, is yeah. it every time we do talk about the Game Pass games, we're always like, can they keep doing this? Can they, you know, can this continue? When is it going to end? Where like they're going to offer us some some doo doo games? And it doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon. So no, we we well we have had like one underwhelming little lineup where there was just nothing on there for us. Right. But, I mean, that's one out of the past two years we've been talking about this. Yes. That's yeah, all, I, I pray for those those times, dude. I need I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, to be completely fair, Sony does offer their core benefits for the PlayStation Plus members with uh, all the movies and TV titles and stuff like that. But movies and TV titles are not what you bought the PlayStation for, not what you're paying for that service for. So it does sweeten the pot. It's not making up for, like, one good game, though. Yeah. When... I mean, when the price was considerably lower, um, especially considerably less than Game Pass, you know, I never would. I, I was not open to comparing these two because Game Pass, it's a much higher price. You know, this is what you're getting. This is the Netflix of video games. PlayStation Plus free games were always just a bonus. Here, Here's three games that you could play um, as a bonus to paying for the subscription to play online. But now that they raised the price where like these are, are you know, included in there. And I'm just like, they're not, it's not, they're not comparing um, as well as they should. Um, Some, some games leaving uh, November 15th though, to Game Pass, Coffee Talk, Exapunks, Ghost Song, Gungrave Gore, Football Manager 23, Lappin, and Townscaper. So go play those if you want to. Are you going to be okay with, with Coffee Talk leaving? 
So I tried coffee talk because it looked interesting. You play as a barista and like there's like these mythical creatures that come in. And um, I, I, I found myself being bored. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. Um, it was, uh, I'm just not a good barista, I guess. All right. Xbox, they're crushing it in game pass, but one place where they're, you know, maybe having a little bit of a more difficult time, not crushing it is with their third party controllers. Uh, so Xbox is starting to block third party controllers from, uh, working with their system. Um, it says from November 12th, 2023, Microsoft will no longer allow unauthorized third party accessories to be used with its Xbox consoles. So, um, players are reporting that when they plug in one of these third party unauthorized accessories, they're getting a, a error notice that says, you know, you can't use this. Um, and then you'll have two weeks, um, to return it. Basically they're literally saying that go return this and buy one, um, that we, that is an authorized, um, first party thing. So, uh, interesting. I, this is, uh, this is a first Never uh, had this happen. You know, Mad Cats, they're probably losing it. Do they still exist yeah. anymore? <laughs> I don't know about Mad Cats or Pelican. Those yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, I don't um, know. Man, my biggest question is, why now? Yeah, yeah, it seems strange. I guess people are speculating that it's to curb cheating um, in a lot of these games, which makes sense. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's strange. It, it's a strange move. Uh, a lot of people were concerned about accessibility um, with like third party controllers that are for disabled people and stuff like that. But they have they did say that if you have the um, Xbox adaptive controller, you can use devices through that via 3.5 millimeter ports or the USB sockets on that adaptive controller. So as long as you have that, these third-party controllers will work. So I don't know. That's it's really weird. strange. Yeah. 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 Um, and I understand they, that, that it's also supposed to decimate, like, the fighting game scene. They, they all use uh, custom fighting sticks. and Right. And almost looks like an arcade cabinet setup. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I wonder if you can use the adaptive controller and then plug in something to that to bypass that i don't know um because they did say um there's no impact to players using xbox adaptive controller and any peripherals plugged into it this includes both licensed designed for xbox devices listed on the accessories page as well as those that currently connect with the xbox adaptive controller uh, if you do not receive an error code then your accessory will not be impacted so yeah i don't i don't know what that means if there's specific controllers that will work or just anything the way this reads, it's just anything that's plugged into that will bypass that error. So, you so as see long people, as you pay the Xbox tax, it, exactly. Pay, and that's a that's expensive. That adaptive controller is not is not yeah. cheap. So, you know, we'll see if people that want to use their big fighting sticks or whatever, you know, maybe they just gotta plug it in through the adaptive controller. Um, another thing Xbox is doing that is annoying some people. Uh, they're adding. So today, my, my son, example, booted up the Xbox and had a little bit of a freak out when the whole first page 
is an ad for Modern Warfare 3 because he was like, it was it was not expected. He was like, what is this? Where's Minecraft? Like, you know. Yeah. And you could just click away. Like, he just, you know, clicked off of it or whatever, and then it's gone. But, like, I could tell I'm, ra- I'm definitely raising a gamer because, you know, he had a fit for something that as simple as, you know, hitting a button and it's immediately gone. Gamer's first death threat sent on Twitter today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... I get it. Like people are upset that they're getting, this is a product that they own the Xbox and they're getting ads for stuff that they don't want. And that's always a thing. But I mean, it's, I feel like it's not new just because it's a full screen thing. It's yeah, that's new. But anytime you open PlayStation or Xbox, like you're seeing like things that are, are advertised for you on the store or whatever. It's all connected. It's an ecosystem, you know, everything's connected. Uh, I've always kind of hated that about it, too. Um, I, I don't sure. know that much about the newer Xboxes, but I did have the PS4, and I ran it until probably this time last year. And they would always, like, add tiles to your home screen. Yes. And I'm just thinking, like, leave my home screen alone. Let me do yeah. what I want to do with my home screen. Yeah. But they pick and choose what you can and cannot move around. And if it means making more money for them, it's usually going to be stuck right there. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't like that as much. This one... In fact, like I found it to be the least obtrusive. It's a one-time thing. I think it's just a one-time thing. And it was really easy to get rid of. So yeah. um, I get, like, you don't want to see it. You don't care. But, like, I don't know. There's other hills for me to die on regarding, uh, you know, Xbox and, and their practices. But um, but speaking of Modern Warfare 3, have you been following, like, all this, uh, you know, the, all the talk surrounding the... Uh, the game, the campaign and such? A little bit of it. And then I watched somebody uh, do a preview of the first part of the campaign today, so I have a little bit of knowledge on that. Nice. Well, first of all, so you can't even launch Modern Warfare 3 without first launching Modern Warfare 2 because this is the new Call of Duty HQ, they call it. And it's so stupid. I was, like, reading um, on – it was on PC Gamer. They Okay, so this is – I'm going to read the whole thing. They said – um, switching between Modern Warfare's 2 and 3 from the HQ is not like switching modes. Once you're on the main menu, you can jump immediately into Warzone or a multiplayer match of Modern Warfare 2. Clicking the Modern Warfare 3 button, however, closes the HQ app and launches an entirely different executable called Modern Warfare 3. There's no option to just launch Modern Warfare 3 because Modern Warfare 3 is not its own game. It's buried literally inside Call of Duty headquarters as a piece of add-on content. Which is what we've been calling this from the start. That it, this is just a glorified DLC, and now you know they seem to be proving yeah. it. Yeah, and you know I read in one of these articles that it's it's you know only an extra ninety seconds or something like that. But if it's anything like Modern Warfare Two, and it is the same damn game, so I'm sure it will be. Uh, I crashed a lot. I had a lot of freezes in the middle of matches. It was like every mm. other match for a long time. If it's yeah. going to be like that, and and I have to spend ninety seconds every time I do it, eventually I'm just not going to open the game back up. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you, dude. It's like, and it's something that can be avoided. Like it, it doesn't need to be this way. It's ridiculous that that's the way yeah. it is in the year 2023. Um, and then on top of that, the campaign people are reporting that the campaign is just over three hours long. Like, talk about DLC. Like you, mm-hmm. you're you're. You're offering this campaign. So first of all, all the maps in Modern Warfare 3 are all 
remade from older existing maps, nothing new. And then the campaign, which we were saying, well, maybe people will buy it for the campaign because that's going to be new and fresh. Three hours long and it's poorly made. Like the gameplay, the stealth mechanics, like all that stuff is like just really poorly done, which yeah. is crazy, dude. It's really proving that they're offering a $70 game that should have been 20 to $30 add-on, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. I have to, I don't know what psychos are out there who only play the campaign in Call of Duty, <laughs> but they're there and, and I do feel for them in this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate because that's what I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, you know, there are people that like this. It's a movie, you know, You're, what's the next, the sequel to this movie? And, and it's really shitty. So yeah, it's unfortunate. And last up, BlizzCon 2023 was just this past weekend. It's the first BlizzCon since the, uh, the Xbox acquisition took place. So a lot of people were excited to see what the announcements were going to be. Let's run through it real fast. Uh, Diablo 4, uh, first expansion, will be called Vessel of Hatred. There was a little bit of a trailer for that. Uh, and then they announced the next three expansions in World of Warcraft, the Wonder Soul Saga. I can't believe World of Warcraft is still, is still going on, man. It's insane to me. Um right. And that it makes as much money as it does. But, yeah, crazy. Uh, good for them. Um, and then World of, Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic is adding the Cataclysm expansion. Freudian slip there. World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. <laughs> it really is, man. Um, Overwatch 2, they got a new hero coming out. MAGA, the game's first Samoan hero. Uh, it's gonna does be this dude look, look like... So much like the Disney character that it's a little odd. <laughs> it really is, dude. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a uh, a heavy assault character with uh, heavy artillery weapons, like a chain gun. That's exciting. Hearthstone's next major expansion uh, is Showdown in the Badlands. That's another one that surprises me that it's still going. Hearthstone. I was big into Hearthstone until it got to be really like, um, like a pay-to-win type situation. And then I was like, all right. I can't spend any more money. Um, but that comes out November 14th. And then uh, a Diablo tabletop RPG was announced. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, that comes out fall of 2024. And it's going to be um, uh, it's gonna be on Kickstarter. So you can get it there if you're interested. Uh, Phil Spencer did show up at the, uh, the BlizzCon. Surprise uh, appearance there and talking about, um, you know, just Blizzard in general, what he likes about it. Nothing like, he didn't come with any like, and we've got this major announcement, which is, everybody was watching this thinking like, okay, this is where they announce like all the Blizzard games are going to be on Game Pass or something. Oh, I was thinking, everybody look under your seats, it's StarCraft 3. Exactly. <laughs> but no, nothing like that happened. But they did announce, big news, Warcraft Rumble uh, got a, a, a launch date in cinematic. That is the new mobile uh, World of Warcraft, like, fighting game, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I didn't look. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, World of Warcraft fans. I should have done my job a little bit better. But, yeah, so far, um, you know, no no major uh, announcements coming out of Blizz BlizzCon. But for fans of those series, I'm sure everybody's pretty excited. 
All right. That's everything I've got on my notes. Is there anything else uh, you want to chat about? Yeah, if we got just a moment here. Your your views have been vindicated. 2023 is the greatest game uh, year in gaming in 20 years as far as the reviews have I knew uh, it. shown. Yeah, that's been that has been categorically proven by uh, well I, I read it on Axios, but I think this is uh taking all the scores from Metacritic and looking at the games that are above 90% or more and this is a chart-topping year out of the past 20. Dude, and it feels that, man. I feel like I just don't have enough time for these games. And then I start a game, and then I really enjoy it, but then I forget about it when I move to the next game. Like, I was just thinking today, I was like, man, I really want to play more Lives of P. I was enjoying that game so much, but then like, then another game came out, and I was like, shit. So I, there needs to be next year, no games. Right. <laughs> games are canceled. Games we are have to canceled for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I got a lot to do. But, yeah, there's – I mean, and like – uh, one of my friends just jumped into uh, Cyberpunk, and he's like, dude, you got to play Cyberpunk. I know you've been telling me the same thing for, for a while now, too. And I'm like, I know. I know. Just stop it. It's giving me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the other one I want to I get into. But, um, yeah, dude, crazy year in gaming. And then, like, so Black Friday's coming up. I'm hoping to secure some of those games. Um, you know, maybe they'll drop to... 30 40 bucks like armored core uh lords of the fallen i want um so yeah we'll see but too many games dude yeah too many great games is the problem there needs to be more shitty games that's fine well there, there are plenty of those too let's plenty of those that's true that's true um and i do think i'm playing some of them so maybe i just need to stop playing the <laughs> shitty ones and just only play the good ones only play the hits just like Billy Joel. No, oh, yeah. All right. That's all I got. Um, thank you so much for checking out another episode of Gaming News Weekly. Uh, feel free to uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channels, Pop Culture Playground. You'll find this show there as well as a bunch of other stuff that I'm putting out. Game Facts, G-M-E-F-A-X is where you'll find full clip um, playing a bunch of really obscure games. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, you can check us out on Fruit Lab. It's a great website where you can earn a cryptocurrency and um, you know buy things just from watching video game content, posting video game content. Um, you can find us there. I'm Erock the Red. He's full clip over there. And then um, podcasts. If you want to listen to the audio version, uh, you can check this podcast out anywhere podcasts are found. Just type in GNW in the search bar. You'll get this show. Subscribe to the show. Listen to every episode. And then write us and tell us uh how great you are you can leave a review right on there too it's pretty cool and then we'll get more um reviews and and more glory and then uh you know everybody will rejoice before us they'll give us lots of money uh babes right it's all about money and babes oh yeah um and then go check out our tiktok and our instagram uh you'll find daily content all the all the good stuff Less money, less babe, but still cool. Um, anything else I left out? I think you've definitely covered everything there is to cover. Yes. All right. Thanks so much. We will see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly. <laughs>